Chapter 5 of Innocencia, a story of the prairie regions of Brazil. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Piotr Nater. Innocencia, a story of the prairie regions of Brazil, by the Viscount of Taunay. Translated by James William Wells. The Precaution. The sun had long disappeared, and darkness had set in before Pereira returned to Serena. Doctor, said he, now you can come in to see the little one. Her pulse is as soft as cotton yarn, and she has not the least fever. That is good, responded Serena, and quickly gathering in his hand the materials he had taken from his trunk, he closed the lid and arose to his feet. Before leaving the room, Pereira, with the air of one who had to communicate something serious, and at the same time of difficult confession, detained his guest. After some moments of hesitation, he commenced, Senor Sirino, I am a man naturally of a very good temper, always ready to serve anyone, sociable, outspoken, and frank, as you have very well seen. Certainly, assented the other. Very well, but, uh... I am very suspicious. The doctor is about to enter the interior of my home, and I don't know, but I must ask you to be discreet, and... Oh, Senor Pereira, interrupted Serena without much surprise, for he was aware of the jealous care with which the men of the Sartan guarded their home circles from the gaze of the profane. I have been received in the bosoms of many families, and I know how to comport myself as I ought to. The face of the Mineiro expanded a little. You see, said he with some diffidence, the doctor is truly no barefooted vagabond, but it is always as well to be cautious. And as there is now no other remedy, I will tell you all my secrets. With the favor of God they will shame no one, but generally I do not like my tongue to clatter about my home affairs. Listen, my daughter Nocencia completed eighteen years of age last Christmas and she is a girl who by her appearance might well pass for a lady of the cities. She is shy and timid in her manner, it is true, but beautiful as she is good and virtuous. Alas, poor little thing, she was brought up motherless, and here, in these sartans. I have another child, a son, a big fellow, bearded and strong. He is now working on a farm near Rio. Well, that's neither here nor there continued Pereira, relapsing little by little into his habitual garrulity. However, when I saw the girl assume the proportions of a woman, I at once set about getting her married. Ah, she is married, inquired Serena. She is, and yet she is not. The thing has been talked about. Hereabouts there is a well-to-do man who is accustomed to go with the droves of cattle to São Paulo. Perhaps the senor knows him, the Manesan Dosa. No replied Serino, shaking his head. Well, he is a proper man for activity and work. There is no one like him. He rides throughout all these sertans and drives such herds of cattle as would astonish you. They also say he has lots of beaches of his own, and I believe it, for he is very careful and spends little, and women have little attractions to him. On one occasion, when he was stopping here, there, just imagine, in that very identical spot where you are now standing, I spoke to him about marriage, that is, I gave him some hints, because, for the welfare of their little womenfolk, parents ought to make this their business. Don't you think so? Without doubt, Serino assented, you have every reason. 
Well, then, at first Manesan was very doubtful, but when I showed him the little one, ah, then he sung another song altogether, ah, but she is a girl. And Pereira, forgetful of his precautions, expressed his sense of supreme admiration for his daughter by placing the tips of his fingers to his coarse lips and waving a kiss to his companion. It is true, he continued, she is now somewhat altered, but when she is in health she is, ah, as rosy as the mangaba of the moorlands. Her hair is long and as fine as silk, a delicate nose and such killing eyes. You would not think her the daughter of one who is... Paternal love carried Pereira beyond prudence to give vent to such praise, and so it seemed to suddenly occur to him, for quickly repressing himself he observed, with manifest hesitation, this obligation to get the women married is just the devil. If they do not, you never know what will happen, and yet if they marry, they may fall into the hands of some rascally husband. One lives in a glass bottle that anyone can crack. Well, my daughter so far has honoured my name. The Manesan will be responsible for her, when he has her for his own. With petticoat people, you never can rely on anything. Cruth, while the devil rubs an eyelid, they will utterly ruin a family. This injurious sentiment with regard to women is common throughout the Sertan, and brings for immediate and practical consequences the rigorous seclusion in which they are maintained, the prearranged marriage of children by relatives, and, above all, the numerous crimes committed. Yet, withal, seldom is suspected the possibility of an intrigue between members of a family and a stranger. Pereira unfolded all these ideas and strongly applauded the prudence of such preventive measures. I repeat, he said with choler, with women you never know where you are. Our forefathers of the olden time did well. Then the young women had to walk as straight as a spindle. The slightest suspicion of a side glance and pam, down came the stick. Why, they say now, that up in the cities, on the testable, there is no girl, no matter how poor she is, who does not know how to read and scratch a pen on paper, that they are allowed to go to public parties with low-neck dresses, and that they dance, speak in loud voices, and show their teeth to any fashionable ruffian. Cruth, that is altogether too much. Don't ill-treat the poor little things, say I, but it is not necessary to give wings to ants. When they get stocky, let a festival be arranged to marry them to some decent fellow or some cousin, and have done at once with the bother. Also, he added, as he pulled down the lower eyelid of his right eye with his forefinger, caution, keep your eyes open, and don't be beguiled by those who come and try to please you with two, two flattering ways. My daughter, Pereira now completely altered his tone, ah, poor little thing, from her no harm can come. She is a little dove from heaven. So good, so lovable. Is she a witch? I can do nothing with her. Only when I think of handing her over to a man, the thought quite upsets me. It is, however, necessary. Years ago I ought to have acted in this matter, but I don't know. Every time I think of it my soul sinks to my feet. She is also a girl not brought up as others are. Ah, Senor Sirino, these children are parts of one's heart that one has to tear from his body to let wander into this world of Cristo. A teardrop glistened in the father's eyes. My son is living heaven knows where. If I were to die this instant, the little one would be left in complete abandonment. Yes, it is indeed necessary to finish this uncertainty. 
Besides, Manesson promised to leave her here at home, and in that way all will be arranged, that is, remedied, for a married daughter no longer belongs to her father. There ensued a moment of silence. Now, continued Pereira with a certain restraint, that I have told you all, I ask you one thing. See only the invalids, and do not look for Nascencia. I have spoken with you thus, for it was my duty. No one man, except the closest relations of this, your servant, has placed a foot in my daughter's room. This I will swear, only in cases like this, of extreme necessity. Serino here somewhat impatiently interrupted the observation of his host. Senor Pereira, I have already told, and again I tell you, that, as a medical man, I am accustomed to mix with families and to respect them. That is my duty, and until now, gracias a Deus, my reputation has been and is good. About women I hold not your opinions, neither do I consider them reasonable. However, it is useless for us to discuss them, as I well know that yours were long ago confirmed, and what is born crooked, only very late, perhaps never, will become straight. Do not misunderstand my words. You spoke to me with frankness. I also, with frankness, wish to respond. In my opinion, women are as good as us, although they are women. It is therefore not right to discredit them so much, and make so much of men. Well, these ideas of yours may serve you well, but it is an old custom of mine to contradict no one, so that I may live in peace with others, and merit the treatment from them which I have a right to expect. Let everyone take care of himself, God watches over all, and no one wishes to be the ferule of the world. This profession of faith, uttered in a superior and quasi-dogmatic tone of voice, appeared to create some degree of impression upon Pereira, who applauded it with an expressive movement of the head, as though he appreciated the conceits and fluency of the phrases. End of chapter 5